boys down here, and it has been a long time since the last episode. We travelled the world and we were home for, well, a year. It was meant to only be months before I did this, but hey, we saw so much. Hong Kong, with the density of people like being at a full Wellington stadium all the time. Wildly different food and unusual smells as we wandered the streets. Europe was something else. The history, the ancient buildings, and America, something a little newer with donuts and amusement parks. Everywhere we went was different. Different buildings, different languages, then accents, different foods, different lifestyles, different values. Yet in every country we visited, there were people who followed Jesus. It just looked different to what we know. And yet in that difference, I think we get to see a little bit of God's character, his love. We saw it in the interactions we had with people and people had with us. The guy in Norway who let us use the sauna to jump in the frozen harbour for nothing. We saw it in the people, not in the crazy old churches we visited, or the Christmas service in Oslo. We saw it when we witnessed generosity towards homeless people, friendly words exchanged between strangers giving directions or helping someone onto the bus or trains. You see, I think if God was one of us, we wouldn't find him spending all his time in church telling people how to live. Sure, he'd do that at times, but mostly I think we would find him out there helping those who are unloved, the homeless, the hungry, the cold. We would find him on the bus and in the streets doing little things that put the world right, that make someone's day better. In one story in the Bible, Jesus is talking to a woman he shouldn't have been. There were rules about who different people could and couldn't talk to, but Jesus didn't mind much about things like that when they meant someone would be left out, cold or hungry and lonely. Jesus only cared about putting the world right, making it better for everyone, not just a few, but everyone. Church should result in this, and it isn't supposed to be a transactional place. We shouldn't go to get something. We should go to take a moment out of our week and reflect on God's love and how our lives are changing the world. Our worship of God has got to be in when we're going about life in streets, at school and at work, not on a Sunday. In our every day. It should be how we talk to the person nobody else likes. Often there's good reason they're not liked. How we include the person everybody else excludes. Maybe they smell or they're really difficult to get along with. It should be in how we spend our money, how we use our brains, our skills and our passions. Jesus told a parable that touched a little on this, and you can read it in Matthew 25, but the verse I want to focus on is towards the end. In verse 40 it says, Don't you know, when you cared for one of the least important of these my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. I guess that is why Jesus spent time with so many people society ignored. The sick and contagious, those excluded because of physical disabilities, people society turn their back on, like we would and kind of do on gang members and drug dealers and those who just don't seem to fit in our idea of normal. The song you're going to hear today asks the question, what if God was one of us? It seems somewhat rhetorical because we know God was one of us. History tells us there was this guy called Jesus who lived exactly as we say. It seems rhetorical because if God was one of us, he would be sitting on the bus. We wouldn't have to go very far out of our way to find him and call him by his name. I remember when the song was released loving it because it challenged me to consider how I acted. How I would act if God was here right now, right beside me. Would I behave differently, react differently, spend my money differently, my time differently, my energy differently? Would I have different relationships? And then I remembered wondering how someone could even ask this question. How could someone not know that God was one of us? The historical records are very clear and accurate on that. 
Even naysayers have to recognise the historical evidence for a person called Jesus. God bothered to come and live with us, to give us a glimpse of what life might be, to demonstrate how we can have a full, meaningful and enjoyable life. That is how Mum and I try to live, how we're trying to show you life can be. We try to let others experience his love by being generous with what we have. We have so much compared to so many, and at the same time so little compared to such a few. So rather than look at what we don't have, we try to look at what we do have and use it so others don't have to wonder what life could be like if God was one of us. Jesus was talking to the people who followed him when he said, let me tell you why you're here. You're here to bring out the God flavour and colour in life. I love that metaphor, that how we live and interact with others and spend our time and money and our words might reveal elements of God's love for the world. So, as you go about life this week, look for God on the bus, in the playground and around the community. Maybe they're sitting by themselves, again, or wandering aimlessly at lunch because they don't have a friend. Be that glimpse of goodness everybody needs, that sliver of kindness and generosity that is missing in the world. Love you boys.
except for the Pope, maybe. In